Diamonds and bitches who just want a piece. Yeah, yeah, skeletons on the closet, don't open it, just keep a cease. Yeah, my shit confidential, my shit confidential. Why niggas can't get too close to me? You always end up a me, that's why I cannot believe that you over me. I might turn into the sum of me, tell them bitches take a number, please. Please don't fuck with my energy. No, I got a lot of enemies, they wanna steal my identity. My shit confidential, my shit confidential. My shorty fine, my shorty fine, she's so continental. She don't speak a lick of English, yeah But she like it when the young nigga singing I fly out when I'm touring, I'm banging She wanna fuck me, don't know what my name is Ain't no wave, yeah, yeah She know the band, no, she know the basic She know the basics, She wanna say your words, yeah She know the code, know how it goes And she want that purse, yeah I just stopped handing shit off for free Gotta pay for the verse, yeah Ooh, put that nigga on a hearse, yeah First, I ain't getting no fucks Gotta make it hurt now Ooh, put that nigga on his shirt now See, I knew that you was going all bad But it's getting worse now Oh, it's getting worse now You need to slow down Can't control my road dog Stay on the road down Put some hollows through your head Turn on the whole phone They wanna know who the kid is They wanna know now Yeah, yeah, yeah My shit confidential My shit confidential My shit foreign, my shit foreign She's so confidential She don't speak a lick of English, yeah But she like it when the young nigga singing I fly out when I'm touring, I'm banging She wanna fuck me, don't know what my name is Only no way, yeah, yeah She know the brand new, she know the basics she know the basics. Niggas out there with sweet, 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 yeah. Yeah, smell the blood on my sleeve, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've been there for a while now. Oh no, it's getting harder to smile now. Yeah, yeah. They wanna know who I am, know who I be. See, I'm more than a melody, nigga. Yeah, choose to be. I ain't made it for the industry, nigga. I just was a piece of yeah. yeah. I was in the hills, watching cooking my feet. They saying I'm all sneakers, nigga, crease. Yeah, big cats on my neck, I can't button the fleece Two tone, cause I can't pick a piece She can choose, shawty, what's it gon' be? Yeah, she don't know me, yeah She don't know me, yeah Cause my shit confidential My shit confidential My shawty foreign, my shawty foreign She's so continental She don't speak a lick of English, yeah But she like it when the young nigga singing I fly out when I'm touring, I'm banging She wanna fuck me, don't know what my name is Only no wave, yeah, yeah, yeah No, no. 
Yep. You already know what it is, man. It's it's five o'clock or a little bit after. <laughs> so that means one thing, man. It's time for Ben Talks right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. And it's your boy, the hip hop junkie, Ben Lewis, with his co-host, Addy the Baddie. Yes. What up, Addy? Uh, you know, I am I'm great. Did you, you have know? a good week? I did actually. This yeah. week has been okay. Um yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say great, mm-hmm. but you know, it good. It's, it's life, it good. right? You know, life just comes with the bullshit sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes are uh, good. Some days are good. Some days are not so good. But either way, I'm still black yeah. and I still have to pay the rent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my week didn't start off so good. Um, I told, I, as I told you already, um, I had a death in the family. Yeah, I'm so uh, my, sorry about my that. My grandmother passed away on Sunday. Rest um, in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, man. My mom was. This is my mother's mm-hmm. mom. Mm. And uh, I mean, I can't imagine. You, I don't, you know how like I don't want to just say West Indian. I'm mm-hmm. sure like uh, your your mm-hmm. mom, your family's probably like this too. Like they they try to act like they good mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like a it's a black thing, really. Yeah, you try to act like you good all the time, but got to release. Um, yeah, and and so like my mom, I don't know. That's her mother, and mm-hmm. and I know she's probably I don't know what's going through her head right now because she's living here in America. Her mom mm-hmm. was in Haiti. And so, like, you you probably feel all types of guilt when, like, you're living in a separate country from your parents. Or even when you live separately from your parents and something happens to them, you mm. might feel some type of guilt. Because you're like, man, if I was there, I could have did X, Y, Z. Um, but, yeah, that's so, I mean, my family's just kind of dealing with that right now. They they leave they leave for Haiti on um, Saturday morning. Um, they're going to go to the funeral and everything like that. Mm. Um, but that, that was actually the last... The last grandparent that I had. Wow. I have no grandfathers. Um, my father's mom uh, passed away a few years ago. And I never even met her. And after my dad connected with her, because my dad was like, and like she had my dad very young. Mm-hmm. So she had to give him away because, you know, shame in the village and everything mm. like that. She had my dad like 14. So mm. she gave my dad away and then everything like that. So when he finally found her, mm-hmm. you know, she only spoke Spanish because my father's like actually Dominican. Mm. So she only spoke Spanish. So like the couple times that I spoke to her, it was like a very difficult language barrier. So we didn't really get to like talk to her or anything like that. Um, but she passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And now my mom's mom, who actually like lived with us for like Sorry. three years, yeah. like a, some a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um she passed away so that's my last grandparent so i don't have any any grandparents left yeah uh so i mean if you listening man you got your grandparents don't take your grandparents for granted <laughs> I, I thought man. you were gonna say if you have any grandparents running by me you know one of the things that that i always had a problem with was like people who like disrespected their grandparents mm-hmm. and didn't treat their grandparents the way they should have been treated mm-hmm. and um it's like you're taking for granted the op- like just to have someone from a whole two generations before you yeah. still alive and 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 they can still impart wisdom on you and stuff like that no so doubt. um if you if your grandparents are still alive if you have any grandparents man don't take that for granted Ooh, that's a um, because i wish that i could call my grandfather or grandmother or whatever and and, and just talk to them and mm-hmm. and get advice from them or whatever but um yeah so that so that's just what I've been dealing with this week, man. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, you, you know how it is when you lose a relative. I don't know if you yeah. ever experienced that. I mean, I lost my grandfather last year. Right. And, and it's I've like, been seeing people who look like him yeah, um, on the street. Yeah. And I've been seeing um the number 444 a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like my like that's the number that represents the angels. And yeah. I've been fe- I've been feeling like my grandfather has been yeah. instrumental in like shaping the direction of my life because yeah. he was very prayerful. He was an imam in um, a mosque, so you know he dedicated his whole life to his faith. Yeah. So I understand, you know, and like I'm going to Nigeria this year to see my grandmother. You know, last year yeah, she had a, last year she had a stroke. We actually thought she was going to pass away. Wow, yeah, you know, and then in a random turn of events, my grandfather ended up passing, which is, you know, really yeah. sad. Um, so when nobody's it's, ever yeah. prepared for it, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you just you're just never really ready for that kind of loss. Not at all. So Not I'm all, sorry man. that you had to go through that. Yeah, man. Um, but all right. You know, we, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say right now. Yeah. Well, we can <laughs> but, uh, we can continue. Yeah. So you know, let, it's let's, important that black men express themselves. Yeah. So right. You know. What I I'm think saying? you guys should have the yeah, platform, yeah. the forum. Too. No, but I actually like cried when I when I when I uh, saw it. Like, yeah, yeah, you should. Crying is good. It's healthy. Yeah. yeah. But not too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I ain't cry too much. You okay. So you uh, you cried the <laughs> adequate amount of uh, Negro tears. You know what I'm saying? I I, I had the sniffles a little bit. You feel me? <laughs> you know, I I was thinking about. Um, just kind of wishing, like, like when someone passes in your family, you wish, like, you think about all these other things mm-hmm. that you wish you did better, yeah, or of you wish you had this kind of relationship. And yeah. she, she came to America, like, when my youngest sister was born. You know, my youngest sister, mm-hmm. she full on grown up now. <laughs> um, but she came to help my mom out with uh, when she was pregnant with her, and she was with us for like a year and a half or two years or something like that. That was the last mm-hmm. time I actually seen her. Wow. Um, yeah. So, like, wow. I talked yeah. to her on the phone, obviously, but it's not the same as actually seeing. And that's why mm-hmm. I always tell people, man, don't take having your grandparents. There are people whose grandparents live around the corner mm-hmm. from them, down the block from them. They live 15, 20 minutes away from them and, and they don't want to talk to them because, oh, grandma talked my air off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, it's not that bad if you sit yeah. there and listen to your grandma once. Yeah, once or twice a week. Like, she might be rambling because she's old and that's what <laughs> old people do, but. In between that rambling, she's gonna drop some wisdom on you. She sure is. And and I'm just like, don't don't take your grandparents for granted, man. For real. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. No, now we're gonna that. Um, appreciate that. You know, you got uh, a tweet of the day, right? To the yeah, tweet yeah, of the yeah, day, which of the you know, day. what we got here. Whenever you're ready, because I know you know emotions. <laughs> so no, no, no. I'm a, I'm gonna cry when we uh, when we on break. All right, cool. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. Uh, I'll be nice to you this week. All right. All right. So um, this is tweet of the day. Um, via Mark Lamont Hill. My man. The fact that it took five years, international activism and multiple investigations to get Daniel Pantaleo fired from for killing Eric Garner on video with a banned chokehold. You got you to say that. On video. On video. There we go. With a banned chokehold yes. says everything we need to know about the value of black life in America. Um, period. <laughs> so yeah, man. That's, we're going to get a, a little bit into that later on. That's a big um, fact. But uh, just... So, you know, um, Eric Pantaleo, the man who murdered... Sorry, his name's not Eric Pantaleo. It's um, Daniel Pantaleo. Pantaleo. Daniel Pantaleo. Yeah. Um, Murdered. Murdered in cold blood. Yes. Eric Garner on video Mm -hmm. um, when Eric Garner was, what, selling Lucy's on the street. Newport's Lucy. You know know what I'm saying? Was murdered. That's that's that's, that's life. On camera. Yeah. And, of course, he was acquitted. So he never of actually course. had to suffer any consequences as far as, of course. you know, the judicial system. Um, but he was it took all of this trials and investigations for him to just right. simply be fired from his damn job. So, a you damn, know, imagine like shame, that's man. why like the end. Like when you think about like just the police department, like, yeah. wow, like they really attract like fucking psychopaths who know that they can basically kill black people with impunity. 
Like that's that is basically what they've been advertising for all these years. That like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna protect you. And even if it's on camera, even if anything goes wrong, you will always be protected. So you get to kill black people for free and get paid for it. Like these niggas wasn't doing anything anyway. They were just sitting there rolling around with their white hoodies for free. Yeah. Now they get to do that shit and actually get paid for it. Bruh. Right. All right, we'll it's, get into it a little later. Yeah, exactly. I just had to <laughs> All right. Nah, but you right about that, man. Um so so we got the proud family, uh, Coming back, Damn. proud family. Were you a fan? Were you a fan of the, of the show? Come on, you hear me singing. And make <laughs> um help. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's, what's, I'm Penny Proud. I'm cute and I'm loud. Not got it going on. Wow. You you remember the? Are rap. you kidding me? Like this whole show was so black and so funny. <laughs> I love. It was proud so family. good. It was like basically like. You know, I put it up there. I put it up there with the Boondocks. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, it had just a lot Fair of great enough. themes, funny, yeah, 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 like touched on a lot of interesting stuff, great jokes, like, yeah. and it was on the Disney Channel, like, which is yes. you know now you see the Disney Channel's lame, whack, like they. Yo, <laughs> I didn't watch the Disney Channel. Well, of course. All you know. I know is La Cienega, You was doing your your cousin. Penny proud, real dirty. Cause you was a you was a popular girl, and and you was acting like she wasn't popping. Right. You gotta look out for your family. Right. Okay. Okay. La Cienega. La Cienega okay. would have been we, an Instagram model. So. We know. We all know a La Cienega in our hood. We oh, all. Yeah. Del- I wonder if she's gonna come back as a Instagram model. I feel like she's definitely. She gonna might. Be a, they got an influencer. Even though, even though I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of reboots. Cause like I feel like certain things, like for the time that it was on, it was perfect. And then today, like they just kind of try to force like diversity and inclusion. They do, and everything down our is throats. freaking force. Like everything. they'll they'll randomly put like a transgender character. They'll randomly with no thought yeah. about how that actually works with the plot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's just, just like, oh, I'm your teacher, but uh, I'm transgender, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. So now you've included a transgender person. So it's like a checklist for them. Like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, exactly. Like, it's, they're not making meaningful content. It's not days. creative. It's not. It's, it's not creative not. at all. Like if it aligns with the storyline, mm-hmm, then fine. Sure. I have no problem with it. But yeah. just randomly throwing in like a black uh, person where it doesn't need to be like people like, you know, I, I people exactly. always, like, always like, oh, my God, we need different. Like, I, no, like if if I'm watching a show where like white people only hang out with white people and this is a reflection of their lives. I don't want you to throw in a random black right. character. Don't, to don't. Me. Exactly. Like I understand exactly. the shows that I watch. Like that are like with the white folks in it, and I get it. Y'all have y'all space for that, but like, if there is an opportunity, if it's a show that you just came up with that doesn't have to, that's not tied to like maybe where somebody grow, has grown up yeah. or whatever, like right. you know, just don't throw a random black person in there because it, it's obvious, no, and the don't. person ends up looking awkward and feeling weird. I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to the proud family. We're excited. Yes, man. Uh, next thing. Black women's equals uh, equal yeah. payday. I didn't even know today. about this, so you, yes. you're gonna have to take over All for right. this one. Well, um. <laughs> Black women's equal Not that you have a problem with day. that. I don't have a problem. <laughs> Addie talks. Addie talks more. Yes. Ben talks. Addie talks more. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Um. I mean, that's right. That's true. <laughs> Today is black women's <laughs> equals payday, which means. Right. This is how far into the year black women on average have to work just to make that uh, of what a white man has made. Into last August. Year. Yes. This God is how much more we damn. have to work in order to just make what they already made last year. Right. So I have a few some a few quotes from um, I think it's from the AC. ACLU. Uh, all right. So um, let me scroll, scroll down. All right. Uh, intersectional discrimination perpe- perpetuates the racial and gender wealth gap that limits black women's access to educational opportunities and hinders their prospects for advancement in the workplace. Uh, wealth, which is distinct from income or wages, refers to a person's total assets minus total debt. 
And so if you break down like the median household wealth of a single white man on average is $28,900. Single white woman um, on average $15,640. Single black woman $200. And single black mothers $0. So black women are disproportionately represented in low-wage jobs. While they account for 6% of the overall workforce, they make up 11% of low-wage workers. But even among workers in high-wage occupations, black women are paid just 69 cents for every dollar paid to white, non-Hispanic men right. of the same ac- occupations. And mm-hmm. just to speak more to the wealth gap... And y'all still um, be holding it down. Right? Shit. But also to speak more to the wealth gap, yeah. um, you know, if you consider the fact that um, black women, black people in general are going to end up taking on more debt because we don't have... Um, what do, they, what do I call it? Uh, uh, slave money. Mm-hmm. Um, we, do, we don't inherit right. slave money. Plantation money. Um, right. So we, and we end right. up not having the assets and the liquid, you know, cash, whatever reserves to be able to pay for school. So we have to take out loans. And what that does is also affect our overall accumulation of wealth, yeah. which makes us, you know, just in a really, really not great position relative to white men, relative to white women. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So pay black women. Yes, pay please, black women, please, because y'all out here busting y'all ass, and you know? for, the, for the most part, you know, y'all have overtaken like men in as for, in terms of education, in Everything. terms of employment, in terms of earning potential. Ooh, so, <laughs> I mean, help help a brother out. Help me be a more ancient brother than I already am. Okay, give <laughs> black women more money. Give us money so that all I got to do is just stay in her crib and wash some dishes <laughs> while she's at work. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know you're looking forward. I'm forward. looking forward to being a stay-at-home husband mm-hmm. to an independent, strong, oh God, now hard-working strong. black woman. Oh God, I hate hey, being strong. Listen, somebody. I, got, I was walking down the street. This man was like, "You look strong." I don't I, know I, how to I, take. I, I wouldn't I, know how to take that. I, he followed me to the store. I'm like, I'm not. I'm very weak, sir. <laughs> my, my, I am very weak, sir. I, I am deceivingly weak. My front what did you tell me last week? You were deceivingly weak? I am <laughs> deceivingly weak. Yeah, deceptively weak. Deceptively but, you know, I, I know you can't tell about these biceps, though. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Because you got the thickness on you. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Nah, but Addie's not as strong as she No, was. no. So please come help me when I'm moving. Everybody out there. Yeah, right. You got a car. Right, right, right. I'll get right. you a slice of pizza or something. Help me hey, I got a car. Yeah, you get a slice. Hey, I had a dollar <laughs> slice today. I had a dollar slice today, okay? Okay. I put everything, all the size that they had available on that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, all right, all right. Next. But let's move on. We got the women's soccer team. So they have an equal pay trial. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been fighting for equal pay. Obviously, you know, and we all know here in America that the women's soccer team won the last two uh, world World Cups, right? Yes. Uh, they win everything. Yeah, they did. They're win basically a, like the Simone Biles. They, of, they win a lot. Now this <laughs> is the Simone Biles of competitive sports. Now you might not like this, but I don't feel like they deserve equal pay. But I think they should get paid more okay. than what they're so, getting. Go ahead. Um, continue. Um, yes, so so they got a May uh, date for their trial. Um, a gender discrimination lawsuit filed by members of the U.S. Women's Soccer Team against the U.S. Soccer Federation has been scheduled for trial starting May 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are pleased with the ex- expeditious schedule that has been set by the court, and we're eager to move forward with this case. So, like I said, they deserve to be paid more. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're making like what what is the yeah what's the average that they're getting paid right now? They're making like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, the men are making in the millions. Okay. Now, 
you like I could you can make the art like I don't think they deserve like mm-hmm. exact same pay as the men. Okay. Because like just because like the men are playing in leagues all year round and they're superstars in those leagues mm-hmm. and and you could kind of name off the top of your head without even being a soccer fan, you could name male superstar soccer players. Okay. Like I don't watch soccer, but I know Cristiano Ronaldo um, I know Neymar. Like I, I know soccer players, men's male soccer players right. without watching soccer. And I, I can't tell you who a woman soccer player was. Okay. You know, but they do deserve to be paid more because they are winning like crazy. Mm-hmm. And if you're winning like crazy, then you should your your pay should mm-hmm. reflect that. So I think they should make the minimum contract I feel like they should be getting is a million dollars. Yeah. Like these men are getting paid out like a hundred million dollars right. to transfer clubs and go to this team and go to that team. So, like, the worst women soccer player should be making at least a million dollars, in my opinion. I'm not saying that they need to be making exactly what the men are making because, obviously, the men's sport is is always going to be more marketable just because more people are into that. Um, You know, they can do more things, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to be more marketable. But I hope that they have a good chance in trial. I hope that um, a judge does grant them an increase in pay because what they're making now is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. So my thoughts on this um, are basically that like, yeah, we have to consider, you know, um, this is a business, right? Yeah. So in any business, you have to consider what comes in mm-hmm. um, as far as revenue. And yeah. that always is going to be a factor in terms of what I can pay you. So in any job, like my job, your job, whatever job you work in, the company has to have a certain budget, right? To, yeah. you know, to be able to, to, to be able to pay you. Of course. Now, what I think um, is that yes, if you know women's sports or in general are not attracting the viewers and thus the revenue mm-hmm. from advertisement, from ticket sales, whatever, um, to you know add or justify what um, a comparable salary to yeah. men's, that's fine. But what I want to know is what is the revenue? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. What is what is the value? Right. Because mm-hmm. obviously, if there was no value, they wouldn't have them. The, yeah. the sport wouldn't exist. So there is a value. There is definitely that is definitely being underassessed. Yeah. Especially considering the skill set. So I agree that there is a number mm-hmm. that is higher than what it is now that we have yet to see. Yeah. And not only is there a number that is higher than what it is now, because I think even beyond value, I think that it's up to these corporations. I think that it is up to. These people who have power, who have money, to set the precedent and the precedent and the tone mm-hmm. for what things should be looking like, right? Mm-hmm. So if like right now women don't women sports don't get enough attention, it will if it's a part of your repertoire of like business, then you yeah. should be putting effort and marketing towards making that happen, yeah. in my opinion, right? And I mean, you know, the thing is they're on major television networks. Yeah. Like the 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 TV deals that the male leagues get. You know, is like astronomical. Like the way people bid for NFL games, the way uh, t- channels bid for NBA games. Like the number is crazy, and you could st- you see WNBA games on on ESPN. Like just to just to make a comparison, like mm-hmm. there does the women's soccer team. Like they were on ESPN. They're on all these major networks. Mm-hmm. So what is they need to get a piece of that pie that these networks are bidding so that they could play these games. Yep. So that they could show these games. They need to get a piece of that pie. They definitely need to be making more. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an antiquated system. Like, this is an antiquated salary that they're giving these female athletes. 
And they definitely need to be paying more because there's no way, there's no reason a scrub in the NBA, a scrub in the NFL or whatever in these male leagues are making millions of dollars. Meanwhile, the top player is not even making equal to what a scrub in mm-hmm. one of these leagues is making. So yeah, they so. definitely, I hope that, you know, um, this they got a trial date in May, which mm-hmm. is still kind of far to me. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen between now and May. Right. But, uh. You know, it's we'll it's good that a judge is 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 going to see their case, and I feel like they they're going to be they they're gonna they're gonna rule in in the in their favor. Mm-hmm. They're gonna rule in their favor. Ho- hopefully, no, I I feel like they will. We'll see. Just because, we'll, we'll like, see. yeah, we're, we're not going to trust the judicial system. I know. All right, right. <laughs> uh, let's move to these next ones a little quicker. Yes. Um. All right. Stephon Clark bill passed in California by yes. Governor Gavin Newsom. It's about damn time. Uh, quote unquote, police can only kill when necessary, which apparently wasn't a thing before, and it's still not a thing in other states. Uh, language. Right. The language used to be can only kill when reasonable as opposed to necessary. So, yes, yeah, certainly reasonable is far more subjective than necessary. necessary How about this? If he is- doesn't if he doesn't have a gun and he <laughs> if he's not trying to kill you. Right. Actively. We need to then spell that it's out not a lot necessary. More. Exactly. Yeah. We need to, I think we need to spell that out a little bit Re- more. Reasonable is if yeah. you knock on his door and he starts shooting at you. OK. Then right. maybe you could blow his head off. Mm-hmm. But if he's just like like. Right, hand, like, like some from some of the videos, the professional, we've seen. Yeah. like come on, leave him alone. Yeah, be all come right. on now. You don't have to shoot him. Um, all right, so yeah, shout out to that. But also then, like, also it's just frustrating because I still feel like this is just another loophole. And if you if you don't remember, uh, Stefan Clark was the young man who was in his grandparents' backyard, yes. who was literally on his grandparents' property. Right. When got, they, like, they pulled over his car, he got out the car mm-hmm. and he took off. And was um, surrounded by. Yeah, and he was surrounded. And he was actually in his grandmother's yard. Yes. When he got shot. And he was murdered. So. Yeah, so. Um, rest in peace. And this shout is to, disgusting. Shout out to California, though, man. Because Cal- yeah. California is on top of all this shit. You know and what I'm saying? Least, yeah, they're, they're making moves. And yeah. Progressive. They're making progressive and very quick mo- yes. responses to the bullshit they're like, and, that's and, been going on. And and this is like, country. this is besides the point, but California is actually about to pass a bill that's going to allow college athletes mm-hmm. to make money off their likeness. Oh, and that is, that God. is a like. That's huge. Previously, the NCAA forbids athletes from making money off their likeness. Yeah. Which means, Addy, if you're a superstar tennis player. For your for your university, <laughs> I know I am Serena. Right, <laughs> I, I worked hard. No, but, but but let's say you're a superstar tennis player. I am, and a, a company approaches you and says, "Hey, Addy, we want you in our commercial." Okay. You would not be allowed to do that via the NCAA rules, but the state can overturn, like, can usurp any of those rules from the NCAA. So California is about to pass a bill that's going to allow their college athletes to make money off their likeness. So you, if you're at a school in California and you're a superstar athlete. You can make money off of being in a commercial, mm-hmm. off of being in an ad, off of being on a billboard. But you you can actually make money for that. So California, very yeah. progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they, they, I don't know. California is just ahead of the curve. They for are. For the most part. They are. Hopefully you know they don't uh, fall off the earth and drown because that, they've, been, know, they've right? been threats. Well, about, they say like two earthquakes <laughs> away from being separated they, from the United States. About that. Hopefully they remain because we definitely need them. I know. All right. right. Next, um, Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A. Oh wait, uh, the, the Marlon Wayans. Sorry. Just real quick, I just mm-hmm. want to bring yeah, yeah, this yeah. up, I, man. I missed that. Yeah, no, nah, because everybody was talking about Bird Box when it came out, mm-hmm. and everybody was hyping it up. Marlon Wayans has a movie out on Netflix now. It's called Sex. Oh, Tuplets. it's a movie. It's not like a no, series. Not, okay. No, it's not a series. It, it is a movie. It's called Sex Tuplets. He is an orphan who goes out on a journey to find the rest of his family because he's about to be married and he's about to have a child. And he wants to know like his family health history. And so he goes on this journey and he is he finds out that he's one of six children 
that were born on the same day at the same time from a mother. And it is a hilarious movie. And I feel like we need to talk about it just like we was talking about all the other white movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this movie is hilarious. Yeah, I, that man is a genius. Genius. 47 so. years old. He doesn't look a day over 35. None. Not a day. Not a day over 35. So yes. so if you, if you need something to watch on Netflix, all right, that you're actually going to watch. Not nothing that you're going to bust cheeks to. I know how it goes when you play Netflix, mm-hmm. all right? Well, you see, I tried to watch it last night, <laughs> to be honest, and shit didn't you know, work out. The Netflix drink come up, and it's like, are you still watching? And all that's going on is the, you know what I'm saying? You just you just tearing it up. <laughs> but I, nah. I, I tried. Go check out Six Tuppers, man. Best. Marlon Wayne's new movie. <laughs> it is hilarious. But go right. ahead. Popeyes. Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A. Oh, uh, so if you recall, last week I commended... Ben Benjamin uh, for <laughs> rescuing my party by bringing some chicken. Oh yes, I did um, rescue to the, the party to right? the function. Oh, However, on today now. on today, Ben, uh, you know, was busy. You know, you know I, had, had a, I had a very important meeting. He had, before. A, he had a very important meeting yeah, yeah, yeah. before this. That actually went very well. A so. life changing meeting. <laughs> uh, so he was not able to bring his car. No, in, I was not. Was I was not able to stop Popeye, at Popeyes. The Popeyes. Um, Kevin, have you had the, the Popeyes chicken sandwich? No. Okay. Yeah. So we need to do a field trip. Kevin's like, I don't eat that shit. All right. <laughs> Then we need we need a little field trip. Because yeah, I need we a do. Sandwich. So apparently, we to, it's really maybe we good, make like, a mukbanging video of us like destroying the Popeyes chicken sandwich. You know mukbanging, right? What like the where you hear all the sounds and stuff? You, yeah, you hear the sounds of the food. And oh all that nah, shit. man, I gotta do that shit in private, man. I yo, that's the type of food. Hey, man, just like animal, just like animal videos, mukbanging videos get millions of views on I YouTube. Hear, and uh, I don't know. Maybe Ben talks mukbanging. Look, needs I don't to be know. Next shit, ben- somebody want to sponsor my food? Because here's the thing: like my dream, I like throwing a dirty shirt and just lock lock myself in a room and sit there and go in on some food. That's what I. That's like a dream of mine. Like bring me everything. I could just get it all over my we, shirt. Women eat very strange I because we have that. we have always have to be freaking self conscious for no, niggas who don't. don't even wash their hands. After they use the restroom. You're right. I don't so, know why. Y'all think y'all have to be self-conscious. Uh, well, we do because then men judge us. So Who judge y'all? Men. It's a, it's, it, it depends. No, men do judge us. Men want men want pristine, like, you know, like <laughs> girls who are like prissy and you see, thank you, you see. And if they if Kevin, you see a girl, Kevin's like, fuck that. Don't date, eat sloppy on when I take right, you if, out. If, That's you, <laughs> if, you went on, if you go on a date with a girl... Or whatever, and she got like you know sauce dripping down her face. Don't even notice. Now nah, that's her, that's wiping her her hands. You know, show like, you a slob. You know what I'm saying? You see exactly. So we can't we can't that's, eat in peace. Uh, that's different. That's different. We can't eat in peace the way y'all can. All right. If I take you on a first date and you eating like you haven't eaten in weeks, like come on now. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> like men do all the time. All right. Um, I don't know why we like men. It is really a problem. Don't all do right. That. Finally. Don't do that. <laughs> It was, national, it was National Radio Day yesterday. Yes. And you know what else is yesterday? What was yesterday? It was the Ben Talks two-year anniversary. Um, it was a Monday, August 21st, <laughs> uh, 2017. The very first ever episode of Ben Talks aired on Radio Free Brooklyn at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was a morning sh- it was a morning show before, you know, we, we got, you know, moved to Afternoon Drive, you know what I'm saying? But, um... It's been a crazy two years. It's been mm-hmm. an eventful two years. It's been a two years filled with change. Um, obviously, those of you who are, who've been rocking with me from the very beginning, it went from me being by myself to me being with Miss Hazel and Deuce OG mm-hmm. to now it's just me and Addie. Um, 
and Kevin, you know what I'm saying? I can't I can't leave Kevin out, you know what I'm saying? But but uh it's been a lot of changes, a lot of things have gone on in the past two years. We've had very successful live shows and everything like that. Um, but it's it's it has been a crazy two years, but we made it two years, man. And um Amen. You know, I couldn't be more grateful and more thankful for anything. So, so all the people who supported me over the over the course of since Ben Talk started. Why Ben sound like he leaving us? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Ben? Nah, nah, nah. I ain't leaving. I, I I'm just thankful. Ben's um, replacing um Charlemagne on Hot 97 on the Breakfast Club. I mean, on I said Hot 97, a 105 on the Breakfast Club. Char- Charlemagne, Charlemagne get a deal for a late night talk show. He gonna be gone. <laughs> you ain't hear that from me. Um, but nah, man, I'm just thankful for everybody who's been rocking with me for the past two years. It's been a very eventful two years. The the brand has grown like substantially over the last two years. And I'm just very thankful to even be able to make it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people start things and they don't get to finish it. A lot of people start things and it doesn't last yep. long. Yep. And but for you stayed us, the course. right. And I stayed the course, man, through the ups, through the downs. Man, I'm just thankful. I'm just grateful. Um, thank you to everyone to that has been supporting. Thank you to everyone that has been tuning in week in and week out and helping us be one of the highest rated shows here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Amen. I'm very thankful, man. Yo, shout out to you, man. Oh, thank you for now. making this happen, making say, it possible. Say that one more again. You know shout out saying? to you. Oh, I'm gonna be nice now. to you today. You know, because it's your little two year anniversary, and you know, because you know, your, 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 your tragic loss. I'm grieving right I know, now. So My that, grandmother look, passed I'm being, away. I'm being you know real nice. Saying? I'm being nice. Don't don't push it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, also uh, like yeah, since it's National Radio Day, like yeah. you know what? What about the radio? Like yes. really, really piqued your interest when you decided to you know, um, just to enter this world. Well, uh, you you know this about me. Um, I don't know if the uh, the listeners probably know about now. If, they, if maybe some of them are new, I have four sisters and a brother. There was a lot of us growing up in the house, which means there's a lot of fighting for the TV. <laughs> and so when I couldn't watch what I wanted on TV, the radio was always like my my sol my solace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The radio was always my source of entertainment. Um and so I always loved listening to Hot 97. I'm not shy about saying this. My life goal, my dream is to be on Hot 97. Okay. I'm never shy about saying that and it's going to happen. Yes. But um yes, amen. Yeah, so I was always listening to the radio and stuff and and so I've always had a passion for for being on radio and doing radio and you know uh unfortunately i was let go i was laid off from from my uh corporate job some years ago and i was just like you know what i'm not gonna do anything that i don't want to do anymore i'm gonna Mm -hmm. do stuff that i want to do i'm gonna do stuff that i love and that i'm passionate about and so i was just looking for a bunch of places that i could volunteer and just just learn and radio free brooklyn answered me and gave me an opportunity and two years later we're here but um, I, I always have a passion for radio, and that's something that I want to do till like the day that I can't live anymore. Like I don't ever see myself retiring. Okay, yes. so well, you know, you know, I this just, is good for me because I plan on retiring. <laughs> so at least I know that Ben will be working. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, I have, I have, don't worry, you're not my only backup plan. I'm just oh, gonna wow, take. Okay, I'm taking money from each of y'all, so you know. <laughs> Allocate me in your tax returns. Oh, okay, okay. And if I take ten percent from I can one do friend, that, you know what I'm saying? I can say friend. I can say that you was a dependent of mine. I get some tax returns. <laughs> I just I think I just have to pay for a few of your lunches or something. Oh, like that. Well, I, well, go forth. I mean, I, we I know a couple dollar slices places around here. So. Uh, well, <laughs> well, we could start there. <laughs> I have a whole plan. Eddie got expensive taste, right? I do. I really do, and it's a problem. But <laughs> we've been doing shout outs for a minute, so let's take a break. Yes, we're gonna take a quick break, man. Uh, coming up right now 
is uh, Big Chief. This is Chief Ray. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. And it's your boy, Ben Lewis. We're Addy the Batty. We'll be yeah. right back with our trending topics. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When I make a million, I'ma cop me a chain. Took my ass to college for the hoes in the space. And the party's probably why I had them horrible grades. Nigga, big chief. Bitch, I'm reppin' for the big queen. This me. One eighth for the whole thing. So fool. We the ones thought I told you. Stay tuned. I'ma show you how it go. Move down south, swagger with the East Coast float. Carolina giant, nigga, feet five folk. I was down, I was low, I was on edge. Hit the road, made it worse, now I'm paying for that. Life a gift and a curse, so I'm praying on that. Niggas lying in they raps when they lay on the track. Young bull in the valley with a good go bad. I digress, hold it down, I'ma be right back. Listen, warm buffet handshake. This the kind of rap your dad play. This the kind of rap you can't fake. No, they watching from the landscape. Fuck the opposition, nigga. I did the impossible. I read the defense. Like that rose. I still rose up at that sea. Man, I go so hard, I see shit. Like I'm on LSD shit. These niggas think I need them, but I'm the one they need shit. Listen, I'm big step. Get out my way. Niggas be lame. I'm in my own lane. Give me the love. Give me the hate. Give me the real. Show me the fake. See it clear. See it great. What you mean you really can't? Uh. Call me Big Chief One day I'ma spin the wheels on a Big Chief Big ghost, big plans Nigga, I got big dreams Baby, fuck a Big Chief I'm up next Call me Big Chief One day I'ma spin the wheels on a Big Chief Big ghost, big plans Nigga, I got big dreams Baby, fuck a Big Chief Go ahead, treat me now. Go ahead, treat me now. 
bougie, yeah Think you up right now Got the bougie, yeah That's the move right now Count the money, mm-hmm Break it down, mm-hmm Drop that, drop that Whip the swerve, mm-hmm Got the bougie, yeah Think you up right now Got the bougie, yeah That's the move right now Count the money, mm-hmm Break it down, mm-hmm Drop that, drop that Whip the swerve, mm-hmm In a butt, got a pop full of money, I never let her touch Everything Louie, I bought her with clutch Spitting bands, I'll be damned if I'm rushed Bought another coupe, they won't fit in the truck And I can't keep a girlfriend, treat me like a slut Fly women out, send them home on the bus Just seen her boyfriend, we left in a rush Starlet Tuesday, when I moved, it was lust Uber everywhere, if he'll pick me up Dick, get rock call when she say I can touch She never tell me I'm doing too much I throw this money, she don't pick it up Trying to be rich, nigga, I'm trying to be filthy Hand me them Benjis, I need every penny I see my first dollar, my pockets ain't empty Hold up, wait Nigga, I'm trying to be rich, count it Flex on your bitch Hold up, wait Nigga, I'm trying to be rich, count it Flex on your bitch, yeah Jump in the whip and we gotta go Jump in the whip and we gotta go I never fall like a diamond, no I never fall like a diamond, no Making this paper a lot of dough You ain't bought it, then shorty, you gotta go I know you proud of me I'ma keep stacking till I got a lottery Made it from gap to designer jeans I'ma keep ballin' cause I got a dynasty That's how it gotta be I never practice monogamy Shorty, I'm busy, won't get no apology I'ma keep stacking this paper Nigga, a lot of G's While I mold up the game like it's pottery Pockets stay deep, watch me pull out a lottery Diamonds like Aquafine Heard that you tryna be rich, nigga, I'm tryna be filthy Hand me them Benjis, I need every penny I see my first dollar, my pockets ain't empty Hold up, wait Nigga, I'm tryna be rich, count it Flex on your bitch Hold up, wait Nigga, I'm tryna be rich, count it Flex on your bitch, yeah Time. All the time, yeah, I'm about to end it. Pop, pop, 
Yep, we back live Radio Free Brooklyn. It's your boy Ben Lewis. It's your girl. Addy the Baddie. Uh, we back with trending topics right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. You already know what it is, man. You're listening to Ben Talks. We got a bunch of stuff we want to get into. Um, so we're just gonna get right into it, man. Okay, let's um, do it. So oh, drama. Yes, this saga with Jay-Z and and the NFL continues. Continues. So uh it was reported that Jay-Z had a convo with Jermaine Dupree. And supposedly told him that it wouldn't be a good look if Jermaine Dupree worked with the NFL. Now we know we talked about this he last did. year for the Super Bowl. Um, Jermaine Dupree partnered with with the NFL to put on a series of free shows in the Atlanta area because that's where the Super Bowl was held. Correct. And um, supposedly Jay Z told him that he should turn down a deal to partner with the NFL because it wouldn't be a good look. Yeah. And that they stand with Kaepernick. Um, and this is according to uprox.com. Billionaire rap activist Jay Z made waves. Is it Uprox? Mm-hmm. First of all, don't correct me on that. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Uprox. Is up, up rocks? Mm-hmm. Uprox? Uprox. Uprox? Yeah. I feel like I said it right. Okay. Am I just being stubborn? That's. <laughs> no, how, anyway. you, how you feel versus reality <laughs> can often conflict, and that's fine. This is according to uprox.com. Um, billionaire rap activist Jay-Z made waves recently with the announcement of a landmark deal with the NFL that would not only grant the rapper and mogul the title of live music entertainment strategist, but also an ownership stake in one of the NFL's 32 teams. Over the weekend's claims surfaced that Jay-Z wasn't the first hip-hop business figure to be offered the position. In an interview on his Twitter, songwriter Brian Michael Cox casually noted that Jay-Z may have called Jermaine Dupri to advise his Atlanta associate to turn down the deal. Woo, child. So we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much information out about it since then. But over the last few days and, and, and the past week, more information has come out about it. And it looks like from, from the outside looking in, it looks like Jay-Z might have did some underhanded stuff. Now, this is just like an update to that article, Jermaine. Du- and I, I saw this last night. Jermaine Dupree said that Jay Z never told him, you know, not to take any deal, and also that his deal with the NFL wasn't on the scale of what Jay Z was offered mm-hmm. with them. And 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 people have also been reporting that Jay Z is in talks to purchase a five percent stake with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so now we have a quantity number, right? Okay, so um. The Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the very first ever NFL teams, like they were, the, they're, they're one of, they're considered one of the flagship teams, mm-hmm. along with the Giants, along with the Bears. Um, they're considered like a flagship franchise in the NFL. And Jay Z is reportedly in talks to purchase five percent of that stake with the Steelers. Now that's still a very small percentage. It's not enough of a percentage for him to have a say on day to day operations. It's not enough of a percentage for him to say y'all need to hire Cap. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to give Kaepernick a job, mm-hmm. and um, just for, from my standpoint, he didn't have to take this deal, which yeah. has caught a lot of flack from people. And he's been very protected by the media, and and, yeah. right, and obviously so. He's Jay Z. Right. He's one of the most powerful people in the music industry and entertainment. Not the most. <laughs> yeah, he's probably definitely the, the most. black, definitely the most powerful black person. I, I mean, I would put Beyonce over him just because the Beehive is something to be reckoned with. Yes, yes, and. <laughs> And by that I mean yes, Beyonce in terms of music, but I think yeah. Jay Z in terms of like culture. Yeah. Like And 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 the thing is too, like 
People are just just have like people don't want you to even question this deal that Jay Z made with the NFL. They don't want you, and to it's like, why like, can't we question it? Mm-hmm. You know, because the false equivalencies have just been killing me. Like, right? Why? Oh, why did Cap take money from his settlement? Um, from the NFL, he took NFL's money. Cap well, had to he, take that money. That's his be- job. Yeah, <laughs> like- Cap, Cap had to take money from the NFL because the Players Association made a deal with the NFL during the last collective bargaining agreement mm-hmm. that. As a player in the NFL, you cannot sue the NFL. You are still part of the players' union, even if you're not on a team. Kaepernick right now is considered a free agent. Mm-hmm. He's not retired. He hasn't signed his pay. He hasn't put in paperwork to retire from the NFL. So he's considered a free agent. So he's still considered a player in the NFL. So he cannot sue the NFL because he still is part mm-hmm. of the NFL. What the players' association did allow for them to do is. Uh, their their cases to be seen by arbitrators, mm-hmm. and those arbitrators decide what is going to happen right. in those cases. Kaepernick himself, unless he retires from the NFL, cannot sue mm-hmm. actively sue the NFL. Exactly, and because Kaepernick is not ready to say, "Hey, I'm done with football," he's obviously has to play by the rules of the Players Association. Exactly, and that's why the settlement took place. It wasn't because he didn't want to. Yeah, period. Mm-hmm. It's not because he didn't want to fight for 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 what he believed in. Mm-hmm. It's not because. He didn't believe in um, fighting against police brutality. Mm -hmm. It was because he is still a member of the Players Association. And a lot of people don't know that. And I wish people that were commenting on this situation actually knew the ins and outs of of the NFL and of sports. But there's a lot of people, people who just don't, don't think. Yeah, and everybody lo- has a platform to talk. Exactly. So, you know, I guess we do too. But <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <You> but <know? laughs> but luckily, I'm someone who's very. I try. I try at least. Yeah. So here's my thing. Right. Like, because my thing, I just really hated that equivalency because my thing is that, like, if I worked for, like, a really shitty corporation right. that was, like, for example, it was revealed that they were, like, really racist and everybody was entitled to a settlement because of just how racist this company was. I wouldn't, because of my social justice effort, be like, no, keep your money. I'm not taking it because I'm standing for something and not taking money from a racist corporation. No, I'm going to get every bit of your money that I can because I right. work for you. Right. I've literally worked and have been a part of this organization and in this in this particular instance with the NFL they made they clear they made a stance they made a stance against their own player yeah. uh and against what he was doing and have purposefully united and and and, and conspired against him so like yeah, this a- is his sole this is his this is his his source of his main source of income not his sole source of income yeah. obviously when you're a player you have endorsements you have other opportunities and streams of income right. but that is all contingent upon your status Mm-hmm. As a player, and your, so and your performance on the field, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, just as like, if Jay Z was, for example, if he was a like twenty years ago, Jay Z was a part of like you know, um, let's say like uh, Sony Sony Music or whatever, or some the record label. Let's say he was a brand, and the record label was doing some shiesty shit. Yeah, sure, Jay Z might have had other deals and endorsements from other places, but if his main bread and income was from like a major label, he would have every right to take that money from them because that's money that he worked he worked for and that right. is his mainstream of income so to yeah. compare what Ka- Colin Kaepernick has taken from the NFL or to compare what Eric Reed is taking from the NFL to what Jay-Z is doing is very stupid because yeah. Jay-Z has nothing to do with the NFL no he has absolutely nothing to do with the NFL in fact the only reason why he has any connection to it is because of what Cap has done is because of Cap's sacrifice yeah. um, for his career so my thing yeah. is that regardless of what of any decision that has to be made because it's your money at the end of the day he could do whatever the fuck he wants to do yeah. it's up to him right so it's not even I'm never gonna tell nobody what to do with their money but I can I can have questions and, and comments on it and in yeah. this particular case I feel like because his the, his entire bag is so connected to this movement that Cap started 
then mm-hmm. I feel like it just would have been it would have been really nice, right? Yeah. It, at the very least, it would have been really nice if that they were on the same page about what that was going to look like as they move forward. Because what it looks like now is like, all right, maybe people are going to say based on this information because I didn't know about this five percent stake. Mm-hmm. Now let's say this people are like, all right, well, you know, you got to get you got to get your foot in the door. You know, I mean, come on, like how many foots are we going to have in the door until and you not know? and not just that <laughs> and not just that, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to take this deal with the NFL. To, to own a five a five percent stake in any team in the NFL, you don't have to be working with the NFL previously mm-hmm. in order to become part of an ownership group. All you have to do is have the capital. Mm. So Jay Z has the money to to purchase a five percent stake in the Pittsburgh Steelers, and and this is just mm-hmm. a report. Like, and I, if he like, wants to, yeah, if he wants to, like, you don't have to. You didn't have to take this deal with the NFL. He didn't have right. to work with the NFL in order to purchase to become a, a part owner of anything like that. And with that being said. You're a part owner. 5%, like mm-hmm. I said just now, is not enough for you to have a say in the right. day-to-day operations Absolutely. of that team. So I he cannot to go to the I talk about what Steelers. you said to me the other day about, like, what it actually takes for Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People don't know yet. People don't know what it takes to own an NFL team. Okay? First and foremost, you have to have 30% liquid. 30% of what the team costs. These NFL teams are worth billions of dollars. So let's take the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're a flagship uh, franchise in the NFL. They're one of the most winningest franchises in the NFL. They have the second most Super Bowls. They got six Super Bowl titles in the NFL. So they're probably worth, I'm going to say off the top of my head, about 4 or $5 billion, mm-hmm. right? So in order to become an owner, you have to have 30% liquid capital. You cannot be borrowing against any of your assets. Mm-hmm. You need to have a oh, 30% shit. of whatever that billion, like $5 Ooh. billion, whatever 30% of $5 billion Cash. is. I was never good at math, so I don't know. <laughs> But whatever that is, you need to have that in capital. You need to have that as a check. You need to have that saying, hey, hey this is a check. It's an, I didn't borrow against any of my houses. I didn't borrow against any of my, my businesses. I didn't sell anything. I didn't do anything. This is just what I had sitting in the bank. That's what you need to do to be an NFL owner. On top of that, the thir- other 32 owners have to agree to bring you on mm-hmm. into their exclusive club of ownerships. So... You can't just say, okay, I got the money. It's not enough to just have the money. You need to have the money, one. And two, the other owners have to agree to let you in as an owner. So people see these, 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 uh, I call these damage control um articles that have been put out because everybody loves Jay-Z. Nobody wants to go <laughs> against him. So all these damage control articles put out. Look, Jay-Z signed this deal. Now he's gonna be become part owner. You don't have to sign a deal with the NFL to become part owner. Okay, that's right. that that's false. If you think that he had to do that to become a part owner, to have an inside voice, that's false. Okay? If you think that he even had to take this deal for the NFL to book hip hop artists and and um um pop artists for the Super Bowl halftime show, that's a lie because mm-hmm. hell, tra- he didn't have this deal last year. Travis Scott right. took it. Um Aretha Franklin right. th- was singing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh Big Boy, Jermaine this, Dupree, all these people uh, put on shows just, for the NFL. This deal just made it okay for them to ask black people now. Right. As exactly. Black people were on the fence last year. Yeah. Even though they did it anyway, many of them had to consider a, a, what the backlash would have been. Right. But because now, of now his it, like a, now his blanket approval essentially in partnership with the NFL, now they can like do that without imp- like without feeling the backlash because then you have to be mad at Jay-Z. Right. So if I was just like a an artist, a black artist who wanted to perform, who like maybe last year they would have like ripped my head off. Mm-hmm. I just want everyone to fucking remember that Chrisette Michelle does not have a career. Yeah, I just want to always. I want to emphasize she took that a check from Donald Trump to sing at the inauguration. Anthem. And and 
no, they have not forget people to this day right. comment on her page. I went to her page the other day, like talking, giving her death threats. Like it's right. crazy, you know. And the, exactly the, the double standards. I'm like, but let's yeah, be, when it comes to let's Jay, be consistent. Let's be yeah, consistent. when it comes to Jay, it's like, well, let's wait and see. He's a genius, mm-hmm. so let's. And I'm not saying like I'm not gonna go as far as say like he's a sellout or anything like that. Yeah. But it's like we could question the motive. We, we could can question, question the, the motive, deal. You know? Like why can't we do that? We yeah. could do that for everyone else. It's okay to do that for everyone else. Mm-hmm. But when it's Jay Z, everybody it's shut the no fuck up. Jay Z's a musical genius, so he's mm-hmm. a genius with everything else. It does not work you like know, that. He's trying to get the bag, and that's cool. You exactly. Know? And Damon Damon Dash said he mm-hmm. sat down with Adam Twenty Two on the No Jumper podcast, and he said, "Yo, we all knew Jay Z has been about the bag from day one." And that's why Rockefeller broke up and there's no more Rockefeller and there's Rock Nation and this, that, and the third. And people are like, oh, Damon Dash, you just bitter, this, that, and the third. It's like, yo, this man has been working side by side with Jay-Z for the, the, for the longest time. So if anyone knows Jay, we don't know Jay. Yeah, well, you the see, fans I mean, don't know Jay. If yeah, anyone I, knows Jay. I qu- I'd question Damon Dash myself as well. But <laughs> Why would you question Damon Dash? Have you seen Damon Dash? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that what he has to say has no credibility. I'm right. just saying that one has a right to question Dame Dash as well. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's the best example to bring up. Nah, <laughs> Not Dame I, Dash. I'm just saying, like, he's he's worked Not, closely. No shade. I respect his career, but he's also a little disgusted. The thing is, I feel like he's the only one Mm. Of any major influence that's not afraid to for sure, to, for sure, he say, has nothing to lose. Yeah, he has nothing, nothing to lose. lose, so he's not afraid to to speak out against Jay. But yeah, well, I'm just I mean, saying, we're like, see how this all unfolds. You know, like yeah, maybe exactly. you know, maybe there is a, a grand a grander plan that we just can't see. Right, you know, like that's a possibility. But you know, also there's a more likely possibility that this man just got a, another check. Yeah, and um, you know, either way, it does. It sh- I I feel I feel like people are really taking this shit personally. Yeah. I, and, the thing is, um, I don't feel like it's. An, I don't think that it's wrong to just question it. It's exactly. a bad optic, and I think people are taking. And it, we deserve to question. People are taking we, it wrong. People are really offended by people questioning it. Right, and, it's and like, I think that oh, that's the Jay, issue. Why y'all like, question? It's like, yo, I'm not. We gonna, could be, no, we could be completely wrong, right, for yeah. questioning it. Like, or we could be completely completely right, right. right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you know I think we don't know this man's mind. He didn't. Right. He didn't put out his. He didn't put out his own like personal interview about what his thoughts are and about his thought process. Yeah. All we heard was a statement that he made, which was insensitive. To the actual movement that Colin uh, for the stance that Colin had taken, um, you know, and I, I can't guess what his intentions were behind his words, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it to the outside from the outside looking in, it, it makes us kind of, it make it made us look kind of crazy. Yeah, just as black people, it just made us look like we were not on the same page at all. Yeah, you know, absolutely. here are two men of high, very high income conversations that I'm not privy to, nor do have the income or capital to be a part of. <laughs> so, but they right. do. Right, and when exactly. they sat down and had that conversation, whatever happened, obviously they were not on the same page. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, uh, yeah. again, all we could do is just wait and see what happens. We'll see. I'm not sure that him being a five percent owner of yeah. any team is going to change anything. Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that Colin Kaepernick will have a job at all. I think his NFL career is done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he wants to play in Canada. Or the XFL that's just about to start. I don't know what he plans to do. He said Canada. But as far as playing in the NFL, I think that that's done with. Okay. Like, I don't think that that's going to happen again. All right. Um, so we got Daniel Pantaleo was was finally fired from the NYPD. Get the fuck out of here. Um, now, Daniel Pantaleo was, um, I mean, known for choking out Eric Garner. Uh, he jumped on his back and choked him out to choked him to death. Because uh, he was selling Lucy's mm-hmm. out in Staten Island, right? Yep. Yeah, and so 
he was not charged. He was he was acquitted of any wrongdoing, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And he was still about to still be employed by the NYPD. But luckily, due to social media and due to people raising absolute hell, the people decided the NYPD decided that it would be better off to fire him. And that he I mean, he doesn't deserve to be an officer. Mm-hmm. He clearly doesn't know how to use that power. He, sure does he clearly doesn't know how to be level headed and deal not. with um, and, and properly deal with uh, situations. Yeah. I mean, a guy selling Lucy's is not a dangerous it's, it's not a dangerous situation. It's not a threat. And There's no reason why you should have jumped on his back and choked uh-uh. him out. He It'll let no you know several times that he couldn't breathe. That's a ticket. But you still locked in that chokehold. It was an illegal chokehold that the NYPD does not allow. But yet he still locked it in and killed Eric Garner mm-hmm. in cold blood. And he was he's not facing any criminal no. charges. At the very least, you could get fired. Whew. But yet so, this happened. As and I, yeah. uh the NYPD union is raising hell because uh-huh. one and of their owners. Exactly. So here's what I said earlier, um, which we didn't catch. Well, we said it earlier when I said the tweet of the day uh-huh. that basically all the all these police departments are doing is they're basically making room so that your average white nobody who's mm-hmm. already racist walk running around the woods with the fucking white hoodie <laughs> on for free, killing uh-huh. black people for free. Now they get to do that shit. And get paid for it. Yeah. And not only get paid for it, but almost incentivized to kill black people. Right? Because if you have the whole nation behind you, you have, well, not the whole nation, but the whole force of the NYPD, the whole force of whatever police department in your state or whatever behind you protecting you. Not yeah. only that, I see here that uh, what people ran, uh, raised over $60,000. Yeah. So there was a GoFundMe that was started after he got, after the news got out that he got fired. And it raised on over sixty thousand dollars, and like on Pantaleo's behalf, so sixty thousand in like two or three days. So now you just get paid to be a racist, like right? Why the fuck not? And I mean, this just we, we really got to reevaluate the entire police department, yeah, fr- from the ground up. Um, but you know, finally he was fired. I know that this can never bring peace to this family. This should, no, this is not it's such a slap in the face. It's yep. just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? It's absolutely that this like, man was murdered oh, on camera, on, on camera, cam- on camera. The least that can happen is that you lose your job. The least, but the union that should have been that should have been the automatic. But the NYPD union had the nerve to throw to have an issue with it and to throw a tantrum about it. It's like, Mm. yo, he killed somebody. Mm. There's someone that has lost their life. There's a family that lost a father, a brother, an uncle, or or whatever, and and they were choked out because your officer didn't know how to control himself. Mm-hmm. Your he officer was so excited to kill this black right. man. He was, he was so excited to lock in this chokehold. Yeah, because he probably got his ass kicked mm-hmm. all, all his his young life, and now he finally has some power in the form of an mm-hmm. NYPD badge, and he couldn't wait to exert it on somebody, mm-hmm. and he killed this man for selling loose cigarettes. A mess. Well, and the union has a problem with it. And people donated money to there. There are much more important things to donate money to. But racist will never pe- Right. There are people mm-hmm. who so. are hungry. There are people who don't have homes. There are people who are wrongfully like dealt with in all types of situations. Mm-hmm. But you raised $60,000 in like two days for this man who killed a black person, an unarmed black man, for selling loose cigarettes. Disgusting. Absolutely. All right. So, um, rest in peace uh, to Eric Garner. I'm yes. so sorry. I'm so sorry that oftentimes when we do these topics, oftentimes we talk about all these black men who are getting murdered in the streets and just the bullshit that actually happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's just so freaking insulting, and it just yeah. makes me really like 
I already know if I'm gonna have kids or not. But every time I hear this stuff, it just really be like killing me because I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I really don't know. Like I yeah. really don't fucking know. Like I would probably be in jail. I would honestly to God be in jail if that happened to my son. So God bless his mom, Eric Garner's mom, who's been like fighting, fighting for him so strong and it's sad that you know I hate that black women always have to be strong in these situations oftentimes yeah uh, when shit goes wrong especially as it relates to the whatever system and black men right uh these black women have to she should be grieving right she should yeah. be grieving the loss of her son she should know that the man who murdered her son the man who she saw murder her son is in jail and she should be dealing with the loss and the memories of her child but she has to go through this bullshit alright yeah. so I'm gonna move on a uh, woman burns down a man's home after he stopped and after he stopped answering her uh, for a booty call, so basically, I don't know if anyone's any of you have ever been through this situation. I'm sure Ben has put a few girls in this predicament <laughs> in, in in the past. Just one, uh, just, so, just yeah, one. In my okay, lifetime. so basically, uh, you know, niggas hit you up with the WID text or whatever. First of all, um, I, I got enough respect. I actually type out the whole thing. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. Now I the issue out. is the, the issue is. <laughs> The issue is the timing. You know, you don't hit nobody up at, you know, once you get to like 2 a.m. No, honestly, 1 a.m. That's that's disrespectful hours. Hey, look, at 1 a.m., man, I just be like, man, I'm going to take. 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. is very disrespectful hours. I'm going to take this loss. I'm going to just play Xbox until so, I fall asleep. That's what I'm going to Nah, do. but this one man thought uh-huh. he could hit, he could hit this woman up. And let me just pull up the story from the Daily News. Mm-hmm. So he thought that he could um, hit up this uh, Jersey woman um, at 4 a.m. Where does he live? In, uh, in New Jersey Okay So, her so name they're is, both in Jersey So yeah. she ain't leave the state Okay oh, yeah, I don't think she left the state But okay. her name is uh, Miss Tajia Russell Wait, 29 of Woodbury, please New read Jersey this article. <laughs> Please read that <laughs> Yo So basically uh, Miss Tajia was contacted By this young man At 4am in the morning Is it ta- um, Tajia or Tajay? I don't know these ghetto ass names I can't tell (laughs) Anyway she arrived to the home of the man Who allegedly texted her at 4am And um, when she arrived there at his home He had fallen asleep before she had arrived So Yo it's um, late baby Come on now (laughs) Intent on having a hot date anyway (laughs) Miss Tajia went to a local gas station Brought lighter Bought lighter fluid and a a lighter And started uh, And started the unidentified Sorry unstarted and started towards the unidentified caller's home. Yo. Um, and set his home afire with him inside, <laughs> according to USA Today. Upon arriving at the victim's home, Russell called the man eight times. Ooh. Okay. In a row? Yeah. Oh, my She God. called him eight times, but he didn't pick up. And she allegedly texted the man, I see you want to die. <laughs> <laughs> and quote, unquote, you wasted my money to come out here before the blaze was extinguished. Yo. The victim escaped through a window but suffered uh, burns and smoke inhalation. Wearing only a t-shirt and covered in soot, he ran <laughs> to a nearby police station at around 4.30 to get help. So, um, I don't believe Help! That. This uh, crazy bitch at the crib again. <laughs> so, Miss Taj- Tajia Russell, in fact, had a hot girl summer. Oh, my God. I just God. had to add that in there. <laughs> come on. We need a laugh track in here or something. This is how you have a hot girl summer. You burn Yo. down niggas' homes who don't come correct. First of who all. Who text you at all types of hours of the night. Wait, waste wait, your listen. time. Burn his house. No, 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 no. Next time, next time no, a girl tells you, I see you want to die. Now you got to really reconsider. She's serious. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> you but wait, 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 wait. Yes. What, what, are the, what are the takeaways? Here? Am I not allowed to fall asleep? Like, it's happened. Wait, that's your takeaway. Okay, cool. So, yes, one is allowed to fall asleep. But there's a number of things he could have done to prevent this fire. 
I mean, he could have put his phone on loud. He could have put the volume on his phone up so that, you know, if she did call, he would hear it. But maybe he's a deep sleep. He's a heavy sleeper. I'm a heavy sleeper. That's the disrespect. So if I fall asleep. Nah, but you call me at 4 a.m. in the morning. Sorry, nigga, stay up. We don't know if he called at 4 a.m. Maybe she just got there at 4 a.m. That's what the reports say. The reports say he called her at 4 a.m. Yes, that he called Detective at 4 a.m. and she got there at 4 30. Another thing I would do to avoid this, I would unlock my door. Okay. I would unlock my door. So you come in, you call me a couple times. I don't know what kind of neighborhood this is. I mean, but still, who, I mean, I guess, but I guess you gotta take I would chance. unlock my door, leave a key in the mailbox or Here, something. I would text takeaway. you, I would text you and be like, yo, if you call me, I don't answer. There's a key in XYZ. Place. Right. So here's, that's why he, so was, that you can still get in. That's why she burned He was not considerate in any part of this process. He called her. He didn't deserve to have his house. He called her at 4 a.m., which was already inconsiderate, right? But. <laughs> You know, obviously she, she was, was down. clearly up. That's clear. This is clearly the the, the base of the Maybe. like the type of relationship sure. that they have. But you know, obviously a hothead. He didn't call her an Uber. L- so I, I believe that if she at least you know got a ride paid for, if he called, contacted <laughs> an Uber that was in front of her home, and she was able to use that Uber to get to his house, I doubt she would have burnt his home. She might have just gone home, right? She would be like, "All right, you know what? I'll smack the shit out of you when I see you, but I won't burn your house down." I think it was the idea of having a. You, you already woke me up and interrupted my sleep. How now do we know pay. she was? How do we know she was? Now asleep? I gotta pay for this dick that I'd even get. How do we know she was asleep though? She was clearly up. If he hit her up at four in the morning I and mean, she made it she to was his crib, asleep. she was up. She was no, not she was asleep. asleep. There's no woman. I don't care how good you dick her down. That that you gonna call her at four in the morning and she's gonna wake up out her sleep and then get out of bed. Are you? Oh wait, I mean, have you not cab. seen the four the dick challenge? Have you not? Seen what Dick has done to the, the You are going to get out have of Have you not seen what Dick has done to the to the Addy. To the no wait listen to the most confident woman? <laughs> are you serious? Wait, it if probably a guy was that good. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know what your situation is, right? Like, but it, this ain't my situation, but, but if your if your best person on your roster calls you at four in the morning and you're already asleep, you're gonna get out of bed I, and look, go I'm to his crib. I'm not gonna compare myself to Miss Oh, here we go. Miss you Taji. see this? You see? I'm she not Miss oh, nah, I'm gonna, nah, nah, I'm not gonna but compare I'm myself. Saying, uh, no, I'm not. I personally wouldn't, but oh. I know enough women who would. So I'm, of course, no. Look, she is to blame too. She well, is, look, she's, she's 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 the primary she, person. She to blame. owns seventy percent of the blame. Oh, she earns, she owns most of it. But exactly, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. I just I'm just it's laughing. Four at in the niggas. morning. All I'm laughing right now is because niggas like to waste women's time, and I'm just happy that women are now standing up for Shit. themselves. I was, maybe she took it too far. I was drunk. Maybe I don't even remember calling you, girl. Maybe she took it too far, but uh, you know, uh, he wasted time, burned his house. Oh my god! All right, god. that's the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he next. did not deserve that, but what we got next? <laughs> okay, we're just piggybacking off of dating in 2019. There uh-huh. was a little trending topic going out um, about about uh, dating in 2019 and thoughts and reflections about what that looked like. Um, so I was curious um, because I, I think Ben dates in 2019, so I was I was wondering what 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 have you been running into? I mean, uh, I'm a guy, so, so dating, let me know. dating has been the same for. <laughs> From when I was like 15 to now. Okay, okay so what do you do? What, what you is your take, take a girl on a nice little take the girl to a nice little spot. Where? I mean, <laughs> what shit. do you do? Uh, there's a bunch of free spots if you want me to give okay. away all the so, secrets. Step one. You know what I'm saying? You got you got Roosevelt Island. The cable car is free. That's a nice ride. <laughs> you go across the bridge. You know what I'm saying? You get a nice view. You're in a cable Broke car. Broke niggas listen. How many? In. How many? How many girls? You been in a cable car before? I haven't. Well, See, I know, I've been See what I'm talking about? Nah, See what I'm talking about? <laughs> 
Okay, you see so, what I'm talking about? All right, but if you don't put you me in the talking about? cable car, are you going to ca- feed me? Take the cable car across the way. What am I going to eat while I'm in, in the air? First of all, eat, you better eat before you meet up, okay? <laughs> There's a reason I'm taking you and doing all this free shit. Because I don't, okay. got, I don't so, got it, okay? This is what's happening. No, you got the cable car. Take you across from the 59th Street Bridge over to Roosevelt Island. That's free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Roosevelt Island is a nice area. You can see, you can see the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's water. Okay. You feel me? You can walk along. You can walk the whole island in one night. Mm. That's a cheap date right there. You can walk the bridge. That's a good date right there. Um, you got the, you got the belt. You got the, uh, what was it the Verrazano Bridge? Um, what's it called? The waterfront mm-hmm. out there. You can you can see into Staten Island. You got the water taxis. Man, All right, look, that's, that's a bunch. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Anyway, so, hey man, um, bro, hey brothers, I'm, I'm giving y'all a cheap dating <laughs> book. Okay, dating in 2019 is trash because basically everybody's afraid of getting hurt. Nobody what? actually engages with each other. Everybody's always trying to just deal with each other on real physical levels and completely ignore that like people are actual human beings and so when you do things to people they actually have a consequence right and I think we live in this world of like this very like this veil of media social media whatever like everyone's always thinking about what's next how can I upgrade and thinking of thinking of humans in that capacity like like really comparing basically like a vehicle like how can I like up my shit like how can I use this person to to basically drive my self-esteem how can i use this person as a gap for the work that i really should be doing for myself i think that that's what we're seeing a lot of people run into and so you have a lot of hurt people running into each other hurting people you have a lot of women who have may have tried to be you know the the perfect girl have tried to you know do what they imagined a good woman what would be and who've been taken advantage of and then maybe switch it up and now they're just using men for money right and then you have men who may have gotten hurt when they were 12 (laughs) Who, never let, who, who have never let it go and, and my third have grade decided girlfriend to broke my heart, exact so. revenge against women for the rest of their <laughs> the rest lives of their life. so you have that as well um so you know you have a lot That's of things going on um that have been you know difficult i've been dating in 2019 a little bit um mm-hmm. and you know my thing is like my whole situation is this my life is already very full like i have a lot of things i do way too many things already yeah. And I'm able to take care of myself. I'm able to do a lot of things for myself and I'm grateful. So if you're going to be in my life, you have to add value. So come correct, like assess the situation. And if you feel like this is a situation that you can add to, then come, then come and enter my life. But if you leave me alone, like really like just keep feet. If you really feel like that's not what you're about or what you can yeah. do, like re- recognize and assess the value of the people that you're dealing with. Right. And treat them accordingly. Yeah. Treat them accordingly. And that's how I yeah. that's my take. I mean, right. it, it is, it is difficult today in 2019 because everybody, like you said, is trying to protect themselves from some level of hurt that they've experienced previously, mm-hmm. um, especially at, at our age. You know, everybody has been in a serious relationship and they've been hurt. And so they're trying to, you know, kind of learn from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to do that again. And maybe it's a lot of times you end up pushing away someone who might have been good for you mm-hmm. and you end up letting in someone who is terrible for you. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's I recently all about, got played. So I know how that feels. I mean, it's all about using your better judgment. Yeah. And 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 you know making sure that you're making the right decision for yourself. Yes. And making sure that you know you're you're good with being alone. Yes. You know, so that way you don't rely on anybody else mm-hmm. to provide any level of happiness for you, to provide any level Preach. of self validation for you, and that you're a hundred percent okay with yourself, so that you're not looking at anybody else mm-hmm. to provide the things that you should be providing for yourself. That's facts. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I agree one hundred percent. And just a uh, final word just for the ladies. Don't mm-hmm. try to change these men. It's not your job. Okay. If you see a dude who you're like, oh man, you know, 
I could see where he could be in five years. Run because obviously he's not don't, meant. He's don't not, listen to that. No, 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 don't no. no. <laughs> don't block your blessings. Don't block your blessings. And I'm not saying like. Come a on, girl. I'm a ten year no, no, project. No, no, no. I'm not saying like. No, no. I'm not saying. No, no, I'm not saying that like, you know, of course, there's going to be always room for growth and whatnot. But I'm just saying if there's fundamental characteristics and things that you like need to just get right. by uh-huh. in a relationship like, oh, yeah, you know, he cheats on me right now. But, you know, I, I think in five years he'll like stop like, you know, no, he I just won't. need to get to 150 <laughs> bodies and then I'm done, girl. Come on. Right. Now. OK, so I'm at 20. So just give yes, me some avoid time. Ben, avoid, avoid Ben. If you can. That's another piece of advice. If you see Ben run. Oh, right. no. Come on. Um, now. All right. Let's just wrap these up real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to I'm going to skip to this one real quick. Rihanna um, is honoring uh, Sean King at the Diamond Ball and people are not happy with that. Um, so that people is, swear Sean King's not even <laughs> black. <That's, laughs> you see, this one, this one is a little bit like, you know, there's I, I, I don't really follow the what's going on with Sean King and like why people don't like him. Yeah. I don't really know um, all the details there. I think I remember, though, that he did call for some journalists to get like some black jur- young black journalists to get like sued. He like brought his lawyers against her wow. because she made some tweet that was not completely accurate about him. And then he like, he put the full force of his like legal team behind her wow. to quiet her, even though she apologized and said that she like was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people thought that it was very white of him <laughs> to do something like that. And I mean, you know, can, uh, especially against like someone who's a part of the community. Can Rihanna honor her, her, uh, record record deal and put out some new music. Look, 2019 is not over. <laughs> we, Leave her alone. Can, can, can we get some new music she's busy from Rihanna? Being oh, she's rich busy, and huh? fabulous. And oh, she's busy, huh? Branding herself. Huh? Yeah. She did get thick as hell, Rihanna. She looks great. If you're listening, I love um, you. Okay, yes. The, the woman, the woman who he had attacked was Clarissa Clarissa Brooks. She was, the, she was the journalist who had mistakenly said something about him, but quickly rescinded the, those comments. But he's uh-huh. still like have hit her with a bunch of lawyers and. Try to like get her basically ruin her career, so people were not happy about that because right. they felt like that he dealt with it in a way that was not, you know, very brotherly. Um, but you know, and then yeah. people have uh, people have other thoughts about him. You know, yeah, he's like I guess very light skinned so people have comments about that and about whether or not he is. People have questioned his blackness. There's a lot of people who have like said, "Is this man actually black?" <laughs> um, you know, I. It's because he light skin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely like presents like if if I had no context of him and if he maybe didn't have the Caesar, like I would be I would be like I don't really know what's going on here. I don't know, but we know he's black. Well, we don't know anything for sure, <laughs> but he says yeah. he's black and he's been you know. God, wait, hold on. We gotta see. We gotta read this tweet. Okay, this so this tweet, <laughs> Nico, aka Lady Killmonger. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh, damn! This is a read. This is scathing. Sharing videos of murder black people isn't work. Obsessively raising money no one can account for isn't work. Ooh, that's another thing. Buying black girls, bullying black girls online isn't work. Stealing the principal work of grassroots organizers isn't work. Sean King is a parasite and it sucks that he is celebrated. So somebody tweeted that in response Ooh. to Rihanna's Nico, decision. AKA Lady Killmonger. This is Ariel underscore Newton. Yeah, I mean, yikes. You know, here's the thing. I feel like so when she you're, she doesn't like uh, Sean King. No, and I feel like the, the, when when you when you're in that kind of role as yeah. an activist of any sort, it's gonna always welcome some level of backlash or yeah. some level of like mm-hmm. dissent. But I just want to wrap up this last topic. Yeah. Um. So we could move on because we got a very special guest. <laughs> I try to sound like you. We got a very special guest in the building coming up soon. I mean, that was a um, cheap imitation, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Just have, I have one last thought. Why doesn't yeah. the food and hospitality, hospitality industry 
rally more in support of illegal immigrants? That was just a question that I had. Because basically, if you remember a few weeks ago, we reported that there was this huge raid at this uh, plant. Was it like a plant or like some something like that? Yeah. Um, In Missouri, where like over 600 illegal immigrants were arrested, uh, Ill- illegal immigrants were arrested. Da, da, da. They even found that half of them were not even illegal. But um, anyway, uh, these businesses thrive off of this labor. Yeah. And I was reading this article um, specifically within the restaurant industry. Like these workers, these Mexican workers who come, they work really hard jobs, cutting all types of poultry, <laughs> all types of meat, yeah. work that with no insurance. Right. They could like literally cut off their fingers. Right. They're not asking for insurance and asking for any of that. They get they got a cash of chickens, too. Mm-hmm. They, look, they look. <laughs> It's hard as fuck to catch. They work. Chicken, they I work guess. day in and day <laughs> yeah, out at a very low wages. Uh-huh. They cannot get they and they cannot get like somebody else, Americans, to take on this work because Americans can find work that is much safer, work that is well, that yeah. pays more. Of course. Um. So they need this. They need this labor. And so my thing is like, I, why? Where's the effort and the energy with these industries, right? They're not. They didn't come into that business and raid the business and shut down the business for having over six hundred illegal immigrants in the business, right? So the business is fine, right? The business is protected. They're able to continue and carry on. But now these families who've been doing nothing but working hard every day, mm-hmm. now they have to be thrown in jail. They're not the ones who are making a bank off of it. The corporations are. Yeah. So that's just the question I had. But all right, let's take let's take a break. Yes. All right. Uh, we gonna we, we we got a very special guest coming up. Uh, you want yes. you want to tell, yes. tell the listeners about our guest, man? All right. Yes, we got a very very special guest in the building. Um. This man is a young king who just ha- has some really exciting news. I don't even want to share it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to share it right now, but he's a designer. Well, yeah, don't, don't ruin it. Um, you know yeah, he's a, oh, I'm giving him a hint. He's a designer, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Nigerian uh, mm-hmm. and, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. representing or whatever. So I got my brother in a building. Right. Yes. <laughs> so you're going to have oh, to wow. fall back. OK. Um, but we're really excited. I mean, to I, I was here. Have was, him share his story. I was down to hear him out. You had to. You had to. We're excited me to like hear that. him you share his saying? story. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to looking forward to it. We're going to take a break. All right, man. We'll be right back, man. We got Cartier Grill coming up right now. This uh, by Brutini. You're listening to Ben Talks right here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we'll be right back. Presidential watch, bust down face, tick don't talk, my time don't stop. Cartier, Cartier, set the vision clear, now we going. You gotta keep on going. Green money, money is my habit. Palm tension, 
test look on the go. I touch it, squeeze it, get it. I need it, I gotta have it. I make apple pie out of lemons, man. I gotta make the dividends pay up for the rent. My rent do what I gotta do. I do what I do. I keep it on the low. Keep my cool even when shit blow. Cause man, emotional intelligence. Me and Paranoid against me, but everything is love. I'm waiting for my open bird, I'm blueprint for. Set the girl in stone. Caught him, man. Caught him, man. Grammy, man. Caught it, caught it. Caught it, everybody. Man, it's just hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Say my name, say my name like you never said it before. Yeah. I'm diving deep inside of you, won't stop till I hit the sea floor. Oh, yeah. Now I've been gone for a minute, I don't mean for you to be bored. Yeah. But can you hold a nigga down when I blow up like a sea floor? Oh, can you hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, my lady Will you be around, be around, be around, be around, sweet baby Can you hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, my lady Oh, promise you gon' be around, yeah Oh, shorty, can you be down, yeah Drown if I fall off on the deep end. Yeah. Uh. When my pen is drying up in the well that I can sink in. Smoking weed to pass the time like we used to every weekend. Yeah. Can I bust it in the morning, girl? I need it when I wake up. You know that I want it most when you ain't got no makeup. Don't you up and leave when I'm.
back in the field, I would trap. Came from the bottom, we ain't going back. Used to chase treasure, we run up the map. Catch a lick if you front niggas gon' tax. I made the rules, so I know that's a fact. Bold just to throw it, come back off the glass. Like I'm DeAndre, the boards, I'ma crash. Now it's first class, we don't sit in the back. Back in the field, I would hunt. Niggas ain't got it, so we had a front. Now we in Louis and he's still around. Got to the back, now we get what we want. Swerve, shorty don't get to the back. Swerve, if it ain't money, then I curve. Hop in the bins and then I skirt. Diamonds ain't dripping, yeah, eyes hurt. Shorty, believe it. I am a legend, I came off the bleachers. Carry that dope like I woke with some sneakers. This ain't a camo, but I got that heater. Niggas, they hate it, now they wanna feature. Now I'm too high, you can't catch me a either. Hot to my necklace on froze. Get to the back till you tipping on foes. Ghost like a brick or I dipped it in snow. Inside, you sitting on gold. Family come first, know they eating. Yes, sir. We back live, Radio Free Brooklyn. It's your boy Ben Lewis, the hip hop junkie, and of course, as always, I got the the uh, Addy, the illustrious, the amazing <laughs> Addy, the baddie. Hello. You know what I'm saying? We got a very special guest in the building. Addy hooked this whole thing up, so I'm gonna let you take the Yo, lead right here. That is good, right? You know because, what I'm saying? So I was on my Instagram, minding my business or whatever. You know, yeah, well, if you on Instagram, <laughs> you ain't minding your business. Inherently, yes. no, I wasn't. <laughs> not minding my business, but right, right, right. I would just see. I, I just saw like this really cool like Nike design just pop up on my um, news feed. Right. I saw like I saw it the first time, but I was like, all right, let me scroll through, and then I saw mm-hmm. it again. I was like, okay, let me. Who, who made this? And then I saw that this young man made this design for right. Nike um, and got a selected for a limited release edition wow. of uh, Nike sneakers Amazing. based on a design that was inspired by his upbringing mm-hmm. as a Nigerian and an American. Um, and so I thought that was a really interesting story, especially considering that's how I identify. So yeah. I felt um, really connected to the story. And then turns out I had a lot of, we have a lot of mutual friends Um who you know we all support each other definitely as part of like being Nigerian and American in right. New York like we really go hard in support of one another artists and now we have a designer in the building so we, you know we want to keep the love going and uh, yeah, it's all part sure. of the culture so I'm so excited to have you here uh, we have Peter in the building yes um, welcome to Ben Talks my brother thank you so much I truly appreciate the invitation yes thank you, course, thank you for course, coming on man. such short notice I know it's very short notice very short notice but you know you made an exception for us I'm sure you probably got a busy schedule and yeah. everything like that. Yes. And he was like, I'm going to hook it up. Like yes. I said, Addy, Addy put this whole thing together. I'm sure if I reached out, he probably wouldn't answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so what, how did this all happen? Yeah. So your shoe is called a balanced diet? Yes. yes. Okay, it's called a balanced diet shoe. So can you tell me the process of uh, how you, how did you find out about the opportunity to design yeah. for Nike? And what was your thought process? Um, We have to go all the way back. So like I said, the sneaker is called balanced diet. Originally, um, I think I just saw like ads from Nike, New York City, Cultivator, um, mm-hmm. giving people an opportunity to design a sneaker to tell their story uh, early in the year. Um, you know, I'm just I was just curious. I'm like, yo, what's what is this? You know, I thought it was like a, a fake thing at first. Then I, you know, I just I clicked on it, and um, all you had to do was put your name. And say why you should be selected mm-hmm. um, with like only like 300 characters. Oh, know? wow. That's, yeah, that's often yeah. really hard. Like, that's, <laughs> that's tough, right? That's really hard. So, you know, I, I filled it out and, you know, 300 characters, of course, I just kind of uh, said why I should be selected. And, you know, I completely forgot about it, actually, you know, and um, fast forward to like um, first week of uh, July or late June, early July, you know, I got an email the funniest part of that is actually like 
I usually have my email set up on my phone, um, but I actually took it off of my phone because for some reason it was tweaking and I didn't actually see the initial email that I got that, oh, you got selected to, to design sneakers. So it was just like, I missed the mm-hmm. initial oh, email. Man. Yeah, no, check out emails, fu- yo, y'all. No, literally, please. <laughs> all y'all, all y'all emails. I have like 10 email accounts. Yeah, you almost you almost missed a blessing. Yo, right, right. You know, so <laughs> that's gem. like guys on my side, right? Yeah. So I actually now got a DM. I got a DM saying, you know, from Nike. Yes, from cultivator team. Like, wow. hey, check your email. Like, wow. You know, that must have mean that that this, the design was really fire. But then yeah. be like, nah, he ain't answered. So we actually email. haven't, he haven't designed design yet. yet. He just oh, put he an application. Yet. So I just yeah. got selected. You know? Wow. So like, you okay. Know, like I said, we had to tell like why. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, in the three hundred characters, of course, yeah, I, I already told why. So I got selected. But you know, so they sent a DM like, go check your email. So you know, I, I played it off like, oh, this was my spam folder. So you know, <laughs> I, I didn't see it. It's so, a good you know, lie. So, right. You know I had to listen. Um, it's the truth. You know right. It's the truth. Listen. I mean, he got the sneak already. So, but, he got- um, you know, it was. Uh, so I was. I was. I was God. Right. You know. Yeah. I just directed him to me because I, I could have just missed that completely. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. even be sitting here right now. So um, after that, you know, we we got like I think like ten days to design a sneaker. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had our own uh, back end platform to to design it. We, we had. So I I think it was over now we found out it was like over thousands that, that put in and okay. about like 28 of us got selected. Wow. Um yeah. so we all had to pick from three silhouettes. I think the 200s, the 270s and some other one. Um so I they gave me the 200s to to design, which is actually the newest one of the newest um mm-hmm. uh silhouettes by Nike and then, Air Max. Just show the sneaker in, in, into the camera right now. Yes. Right. Fire. Yeah. yeah. There you go get a get a nice zoom on those cabinets. balance that's, diet yeah z- zoom in on those <laughs> that's gonna be for the thumbnail that's <laughs> <laughs> all right so so you know ten days to design it and yeah. did you have any support was it like a team nah I just oh, I, wow. you know I I was like I had to take care of it you know mm. um it is my story you know, yeah. So. But the the hardest part of it was I was in the process of putting together my summer experience, which mm-hmm. is like my annual year, like week long experience with different events throughout the entire day. But my brand project ninety six, so it was it was kind of tough. My schedule was completely, you know, uh, shut. Up. Like, yeah. It was mm-hmm. like yeah, you know. So I just kind of dedicated a day to just sit down and just look at like what I want the sneaker to say and like things I want to include in it. You know, you know. I went to sleep and I woke up the next day. I'm like, what should I even name this sneaker? And I was like, you know. Which call it balanced diet. Yeah. You know, maybe because I was hungry, but I don't know. <laughs> I call it a balanced diet because um, you know, I'm I, I was born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria, and you know, I like my all of the, the things that I, I believe in and like my growing up, like my parents, the way they raised me, yeah. you know, that has made me who I am. You know, it's a heavy heavily influenced by Lagos and you know, mm-hmm. moving to America, New York City. You know, it was, it was just it was, a, it was a moment of you know trying to fit in to now. Oh, yeah. You know, we can say like you know we're standing out now. Right? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Oh, big time! So you know how Drake big said, time. you know, transitioning from yeah. standing yeah. out. You know, um, so because you can't neglect one part of the story. You know, the Lagos part, mm-hmm. and then also my current New York City lifestyle. You know, so it's just like oh, it's it's a balanced um thing. So you kind of you know eating from both sides of the um. Uh, Spectrum, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so, what has the support been like? Oh uh, man, yeah. I could uh, tip my hat <laughs> off to all, all of my friends, to 
the people that are just supporting the brand, mm-hmm. um, supporting me, you know, supporting the story. You know, yeah. this is this is for them. This yeah. is for, for the people that that the transplants from from one city to another, mm-hmm. from one country to another, from one borough to another. Like you know, it's yeah. just kind of like they see it, they feel it, and you know, it's the, the first hour hour of the of the drop, like. You know, I'm getting screenshots like it's un- unavailable. You know, it's like wow, wow, like, that's so fire, that's crazy. Oh, y'all, y'all fuck with me like that. I, I'm sorry, I'm crazy, but like, <laughs> nah, oh, you're good, you're good, you're good. You know, it's it's crazy. You know, yeah. um, I'm I'm truly truly grateful and appreciative of all this. Of course, man, that's what's your huge. Back- yeah, what's your background actually in design? Um, so you know, I, I run my brand, Project Ninety Six. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I actually don't even call myself designer. You know, I'm just, you know, I go by like Project Fulfiller. You know, because I mean, I've designed uh, a lot of things in the in the past. You know, but you know, I just haven't put like ten thousand hours in just yeah. to be able to even sit and and just call myself a designer. Yeah, I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of good designers, and you know, it's a it's a discredit to 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 them, and you know, to even just call myself a designer. But I've designed, you know, I've clothing, you know, you name it, you know, graphic lookbook stuff, and you know, um, posters, and yeah. I've I've designed a lot of things in the past. You know, I, I have good taste. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like That's oh, what it I like, takes. I like, I like that, and this is how I want it to look, and I, I can do it. You know, so um, you know, I wear a lot of hats. So being able to design allows me to, you know, fulfill a lot of projects. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I've you know. So you, so you got the Project Ninety Six brand out. Um. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did that come about, and and how much of a role did that play in you ultimately? You know. Uh, filling out the the uh, application to, to to design a shoe for Nike. You know, I the the, the beauty of um you know having something like a Pro- Project Ninety Six, a brand mm-hmm. like that, has been just the community that is behind it. Yeah. Like you know, I'm I'm sure with three hundred characters, there's so much you can say. Mm-hmm. You know, Nike definitely had to look and say, "Yo, who's this guy?" and yeah. do their own research. You know. So with Project Ninety Six, I've been able to, um, you know, cultivate a community of, of people that like are just that believe the world is theirs. Like they like we, with the events that we're putting together, with the yeah. messaging, with the with the products. You know, is there's the, the community that supports it, and the people that support it. You know, down to to the. the person that gets a ticket to an event and it's just like they understand like oh this is what the story is about you know mm-hmm. the, the mission and the vision of the brand is centered around like the, at least the mantra is fulfilling projects through creativity and innovation for the benefit of humanity you know that's so macro right mm-hmm. like, yeah you know in the micro we're talking about you know um the community that you're in you know are you supporting that community are right. you you know actually doing things for the benefit of humanity like come all the way down to the person next to you you know how are you helping them and, and how are you you know also as you're growing how are you pulling people bottom, from bottom mm-hmm. with yeah. you you know it's like so that's what's um, up yeah the brand definitely helped out because I'm sure again like I said they did their research and checked it out yeah you know, um, so. mm-hmm. how did you get into like designing things like was that always like a passion of yours from young or was it something that you kind of just stumbled right. into? I'm, like, how, how did you get started in this? I'm also curious as to how your Nigerian parents received that. Oh, this yeah. Passion. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, f- 
fun, fun fact, my, my pops actually bought a pair of sneakers, so you know, okay, I'm forever. Oh, like, word. That's, Look like, at that. To get a Nigerian parent. <laughs> they, they usually come. They come along when the money start coming. One hundred percent. You know, to, to now, a, now my question to you: If you see him fucking them shits up, right. Would you be upset? Creasing oh, them. I mean, <laughs> creasing them. Honestly, barbecuing he, them. He deserves anything. He, he could like do yo, anything yo, with pops, them. don't go to the beach in my sneakers, <laughs> man. What you doing? Like you know. And also, the sneaker is not a weapon. You cannot just <laughs> smack me across uh, my face. Not this one. Choose another shoe. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, so like, I mean, you know, their language and the things they they understand, yeah. you know, their bedrock is completely different from the things um, or to the current situation. And yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's evolution, right? Like, yeah. When they were growing up, you know, life was everything was completely different. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't understand social media. They don't understand none of that things. And you know, in this moment, I'm actually I've kind of told myself that you know I'm not in a position to. Like understand and for them to even understand what I'm saying, like yeah. it's, it's fine, right? right? You know, no, because you know, if I sit here and try to, you know, explain myself and explain the things that I'm doing, and you just don't understand, it's just like I'm wasting my breath. You yeah. know, I can communicate it to the best of my ability. Like, hey, you know, I love you. You know, you've birth- brought me up to, to yeah. this point that I'm at right now. You know, let me explore life. You know. Let me just test things out and see and what's, so, some, what works for me. Yeah, and some of the things that I feel like parents a lot of times don't, uh, they're, they're a little slow to realize is that, you know, the things that we're getting into that's different from their norm right. is the very reason why they came over to this country yeah. for us to have these opportunities yes. to get into different things that they probably couldn't even wrap their minds no, around. It's scary, I'm sure. Yeah, and then for them to see like, oh, you want to design? Like, that's right. what do you mean? Like, doctor, lawyer, like, right. you know what I'm saying? No, like, and, and it's like, this is the reason why you came here. This is the reason why you sent me to certain schools. Yes, this is sir. the reason why you were on me for to study and be right. in my book so that I can have these opportunities that maybe you couldn't even think of when no, you exactly. first came here. No, for real. Like, you know, um, like just even my design background that you asked, you know, I, like it's not like I was I, I always knew how to design. Or yeah. Was, like it was just like, you know, I see that this is how I want things to be. And mm-hmm. I'm just it, we, we get we got to get to the point where we're like, you know, I wish this thing is like this. I wish. And then start thinking of, yo, let's how make it. it. Yeah. He's doing that. Right. You know, I'm just always about like doing, you know, let's, mm-hmm. why not? Let's do Let's let's figure out how to do it. You know, right. you know, you say just do it. I was like, <laughs> just best set, you know, like, right. like yeah. let's, let's figure out how to just <laughs> make this of, thing happen. Yes. Know? Just just best set. Yes. Tell everybody what that means for everybody. Hey, listen, who doesn't. You know, you know, we say best set. Mm-hmm. I, you've heard, I feel like you've heard it a lot. You know, uh-huh. Burner Boy, you know, to Zlatan, you know, he's just the it's it's simple right best set itself is just raise like raise your leg like mm-hmm. just move your foot you know mm-hmm. but you know the broader light it's more so like you know just do it like mm-hmm. actually the meaning of just do it is the same as just best set like yeah. actually like just move just mm-hmm. do it like figure just things out just right. that's it you know it's, no for real you know um so that's that's why a lot of people have been asking like what is, yeah. you know a lot of uh, Americans are like uh-huh. best said be said like <laughs> they can't you know, even, they can't even begin pronu- to wrap yeah. their mind about how to pronounce the GB right GB <laughs> you know Wait, so what's um, the word what's the word best said let me hear you <laughs> right. best best said uh, be, best said 
Bese? Yes, sir. Okay. Bese. You got, oh. you know, yeah. Well, well, Haitians okay. have a word called bese, and that, no. that means like to bend down. So it's okay. kind of sad. I don't know what, what it means. In, in, yeah, just in, to raise your foot. Like, just, oh, okay. You know, yeah, like, so, people were doing a dance, and they're yeah. like moving a foot. Like, right. I bese. saw you doing a dance on your Instagram, yeah. and so are you killing <laughs> oh, you, you first Oh, you get down, huh? A little bit. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That was Niggas who get down always but yeah, I do a little song. That was fire. But my question is, what is your thoughts on, we were talking about it earlier, but like what are your thoughts on this like new mainstream acceptance of like Afrobeat artists yeah. and like do you damn what, you what stole is your, a question right out my goddamn mind <laughs> yeah. Addy, goddamn what is me. your uh, what is your take on that and the, the mainstream acceptance yeah, of current of, like Afrobeat, Afrobeat and music whatnot. and artists oh, it's, yeah. it's beautiful mm-hmm. Why you know like a lot of people say it's, it's a bad thing like now you're c- catching up on it so you don't want them to catch up on it like you know it's, it's a matter of like yeah. it's just a beautiful it's a, it's a win-win situation mm-hmm. right you know it's not a um you know, it's not a zero sum game. It's a positive sum game, right? The more Afrobeats is in mainstream, the better it is for the upcoming ones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like people are aware of the sound. The more yeah. opportunities, the more opportunities be, yeah. there are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's please, yeah, let them be aware of it. Yeah, you know, there's more because you more. never know. Like the generation coming up behind the artist that's right now, they're gonna have all these like big time corporate opportunities. They're gonna have all these big time partnership mm-hmm. opportunities yes. that wasn't available before because 100%. this generation that we're in right now is bringing it to the forefront and bringing it to the mainstream. Yes, and they're sir. pushing the boundaries too in terms yes. of what music is. And I yes. think one thing that, you know, people can't always wrap their fingers around what Afro, Afro beats is. And it reminds me also of your design process. Yeah. It's just like, it's a certain freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a freedom in the music. It's a freedom in it that people are craving and chasing. You know, it's an authenticity right. um, of spirit, mm-hmm. you know, that's not anchored into anything that is beyond, beyond just having fun and being true to who you are, your right. identity. And I think people are clinging on to that kind of meaning right now, especially right. in this world where there's so many superficial, so many things that yes. are everyone's just trying to get money fast. But I think it's really nice when you could like sit and reflect on something that has grounded in substance. Right. Know? I mean, you know, it's, it's stories. These, these people are telling their stories telling and stories, you yeah. got Berna speaking Yoruba on an yes. album that everyone is listening it's to. A great, a great album. Oh, man. It's a great album. Hope he gets a Grammy. You know, it's just yeah, like just he deserves even, like listening to that and thinking like yo even the sneakers like mm-hmm. you know I'm just being able connected. to tell my stories like mm-hmm. like this is a, this, our stories was true to us exactly. right you know you should, you should be able to tell your story and yeah. like it might inspire somebody else to, mm-hmm. to tell their story you know which artist do you want to wear your sneaker uh, I need Brunner in these joints right now <laughs> right, honestly Brunner, boy. Brunner I know you please. listening <laughs> I know you listening to this radio show I know you tune in every week Thursdays 5 to 7 p.m. Well, well in the meantime, I'll wear your sneakers. <laughs> hey, listen. You're a great artist yourself. You know? Well, Burner Boy priority. We're going to get you in these sneakers. Well, you don't got to do that. Just you don't, don't got to shit on me like that. <laughs> You're not shitting on me. <laughs> but what's next for you in design? Uh, I mean, you know, I just came back from London, so I'm trying to pull off a, you a he just, You sure he just dropped that? Oh, I got this stamp on my passport. Casual, yeah, yeah, you know. I came back from London. I summered in London. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it that much. I actually don't even know. stamp the passport. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, See, he, he I wouldn't enough, know. He don't have enough space. My passport. <laughs> my pa- Yeah, right? It's all over the world. Um, I'm trying to do a fashion week show with a presentation nice. um, September 6th. Ooh. Hopefully I can pull that off. Okay. Um, you know, like a lot of things we got pushed back because, you know, when you get that Nike call. You yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to call a bunch around, of people. You know? Hey, dog, Nike <laughs> call me. So fall back. <laughs> right. Deal. 100%. All right. Yeah. So, no, I feel um, you. So I'm trying to see if I can still pull that off, Um, you know, for, for my brand project 96. So 
uh, the, the presentation is actually uh, centered around the, the duality of, of life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just same concept, you know, just uh, pulling from both both sides of the spectrum and, uh, you know, sharing those uh, stories. Um, so, yeah, in, in terms of just I'm, I'm dropping new P96 by this week, um, you know, new products on, online on the web shop. Um, you know, just kind of elevating just the brand and just uh, you know any any pro- any project that just again goes to that the same the core fulfilling mm-hmm. project through creativity and innovation for the benefit of humanity. That's kind of the project we're taking yeah. on right now. Now, has there been people that maybe didn't believe in your in your yeah. vision as right. far as like Project Ninety Six goes yeah. and you designing yeah. and that tried to come back around? After they saw that you was working with Nike for a shoe, I mean, I know there is. What's her name? Ah. <laughs> Why you gotta be a girl? Why you gotta be a girl? Right, shouts to the queens. Exactly. Um, she ain't, she ain't listening. You can right. I mean, listen. <laughs> nah, I mean, it comes with it. You yeah, know? of course. It's just the, the beauty of it, it hasn't happened is, to me yet, so I oh, guess I'm not popping. But. Nah, you, you are popping. Trust me. Um, Thank you. Know, you. It's just. <laughs> No, he needed real. that. He really did. Hey, you're doing a show like that's that's amazing, and you know, um, nah, it's like the ones that are supporting and the one we're paying attention to, mm-hmm. like people that are coming to the events, people that are buying your products. You right. know, um, I, I I pay attention to that because I reciprocate the support. You yeah, know? it's like if you're sitting here worried about the ones that are not supporting you, then you forget right. you lose sight of the ones that are right. supporting you. I've always you know it's crazy. I've always like said that from from the moment I started like doing this this show and just working here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um I'm like, yo, you can't focus on those who are not like messing yeah. with you and yes. not supporting you because for the ten people that are like not paying attention to you or right. or wishing that you don't succeed, right. there's maybe Another 10 to 15 That are like Oh man I'm happy for this guy Like I'm gonna support him All the way through And you gotta acknowledge, Yeah And you gotta acknowledge Those people As opposed to focusing On the ones yeah. that's not Rocking yeah, with you Yeah for real Like you yeah. know People are spending Their large dollars To, to buy yeah. a product You mm-hmm. know um, Yo thank you Right yeah. you know And I can't sit here And just The ones are not Like and to, to chase them you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so you had You had complete like com- Creative control 100%. On the design So like what made you go with like I I, I think the sneakers are, are, are nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wear so I wear a size ten and a half. Yes, one hundred Bogart if you want to send me. You know what I'm saying? A copy. Uh yes, but but what made you go with like the color scheme and everything? Put it in the camera one more time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, so you know, um like I said, we had our own uh back end uh design platform to to do these. Mm-hmm. Um so no, we had options with the wavy Nike logo. Yeah, the regular ones. So you know, I like those to, them, them NYC yeah. on the tongue. I like yes, that. Yes, sir. Ooh, you know, and I like the um, wave too because that's not common. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. You know, um, so I got the, the the wavy logo because you know it's just wavy. Right? <laughs> I'm a wavy that's nigga. The, that's yeah. the New York part of you the sneaker. Because we know, wavy. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, you know, <laughs> best city in the world. You that know? ass. So and you know I got New York City on the tongue. So that's just kind of like. That's current. That's right now. Right. Know, New York City is one of the best, the best city in the world. Yes. Um. You know, I got P ninety six on the, uh, on oh, the pull dude. tab. Oh, you got. You know, I wasn't yeah. passing up that. Hell know. no. I, you would be a fool if you didn't put your brand on it. <laughs> trust me, dogs. You know. This Hell is, yeah! This right. Is, this is forever. So of course, I had to put those on it. Yeah. You know, just the color scheme. You know, like the, the Nigerian flag is green, white, green. Mm-hmm. So ah, okay. Know, so I had gotcha. to make sure I I made the sneakers green. You know. It was well, just, they're fire, bro. <laughs> I like so I like much. them. And again, I wear size ten. Of course, I got you. Man. I don't know how they cut, but. Yeah, Ten, ten and a half. I'm good with those. Yeah, tell your people to contact my people. Well, okay, it's like that. I don't have people. So so. Ben, (laughs) 
<laughs> we, uh, well, here's the thing. So what, what I'm going to do, uh, everyone's uh-huh. going to tell, well, he's going to tell, Peter's going to tell everybody where they could get the sneakers. Yes, when, please do that. Uh, yes. What's the deadline? Because yeah. I know it's a limited is, release. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So um, the sneakers are only available until September 1st, unless Shit. it actually sells out again, right. you know. So, Ben, um, you got to, you know. September like a, 1st. Like you got to hit week. the block. Yeah, we got to work the corner. Sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, much dr- how much the sneakers yeah. is going for? They're going for $150. All right, right so now. I'm going to have to sell some drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> so, we don't condone No, nah, it's okay. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. So it's it's available right now until uh-huh. September first, one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Um, it's only online, so mm-hmm. you know, don't ask me if you could pull up on yeah. me. To I'm sure you one. got a yeah, bunch of people yeah, like, yo, let me let me let me get a hook up on the shoe. Yeah, and and don't disrespect me next with discount. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, no, yo, pay the full goddamn yeah, price. Yeah, like, okay, come on, that's very disrespectful. Except for me. Yeah, of course, hundred bull guys. Yeah. Um, oh my so god, I'm sorry. You know, you could find me on on social media at Peter J. So that's P E T A H J A Y. Um, you know the brands that I run. Um. Project 96 uh, That's at P.9.6 mm-hmm. Fulfill your project Another company that I run uh, Just fulfill your project Yeah um, So yeah uh, it's, it's available right now Online Nike website Nike Bayou community uh, mm-hmm. Site um, Yeah Just go Go support Yes man yes. Let's support this young brother man He got this sneak out With Nike man That's what's up man I, I, I love seeing Brothers doing positive things out here and making a name for themselves and, and living out their dreams, man. The sneaker is fire. Make sure y'all go get that. Put that in the I'm camera. Getting it. Put that in the camera one more game. There you go. All right. We're so grateful to have you here. Yeah, stay locked in. Don't go anywhere. Here now, Rachel C is up next. It's Radio Free Brooklyn. It's Ben Talks. Everyone enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you all next week. Peace out.